Hello, and welcome to Emily's house. Uh, I'm Ben Fowler, and with me is... I'm Emily. This is my house. (laughs) I didn't break in and then just record with Alyssa, because that would be creepy. No, she's Um, here. We tied her up. Right. Uh, She's not here, uh, but Emily and I started getting into our usual uh, shenanigans and decided to record some of them. So I'll be releasing this under the A to B umbrella... Even though the A isn't here, so it'll be B to E today. <laughs> um, what sort of got this started, uh, at least for me today, and I don't mind naming names, and, and everyone I'll talk about is a friend of mine, and they know I mean well, but uh, I was, uh, today, unfortunately, Gene Wilder passed away. Um, you know, today's been a, a big year of celebrity deaths, some pretty unexpected, although I will ha- say that uh, Mr. Wilder was in his 80s, his mid-80s. Um, he did a lot of good work in his time here. And I don't know the circumstances of his passing, but um, you know, I would imagine that they were peaceful. I haven't heard otherwise, at least. I'd... I can find out super quick. We'll find out, so I'm not talking out of my ass. <laughs> but um, the reason I want to open with that is because I saw somebody post on Facebook about Gene, which is great, which is fine, you know, that everyone's sharing their favorite memories of him and his best movies, um, because, and there are a lot of them, uh, but the Please phrase, so uh, shake my head, or SMH for short. Now, I'm not hip to the kids as much as I like to think <laughs> I used to be, uh, but um, it was my understanding that shake my head was used whenever you saw somebody doing something stupid you know they uh, they just they got in a stupid fight at mcdonald's or they fell over doing a stupid trick it's sort of like the urban version of hold my beer <laughs> and i mean hold my HMB beer beer wait no yeah. hmb hmb <laughs> Uh, I mean, hold my beer being what's said before something done happens, and then shake my head being said directly after. Right, and then the ghetto version of this would be hold my hoops. It's hold my hold hoops. Hold my hoops. Yeah, hold my baby. <laughs> um, it's, again, HMB. <laughs> Very versatile. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I shake my head. I just, I just want people to use language as accurately as they can. Uh, even when they're using slang, I think shake my head is kind of a silly and inappropriate sentiment to have to somebody's death. Um, even if it, even if the circumstances were, um, you know, sudden or suspect, uh, but in this case, neither of that is true. So just, you know, R.I.P. is a good three-letter... Right, SMH is not a substitute for R.I.P. It's not. Nor does it convey the same sentiment. So, like, for context, like, an appropriate thing to say would be, like, um, oh, I got so wasted last night. Oh, SMA. (laughs) Like, ah, you naughty little whippersnapper. Right. But then, like, you know, oh, my God, I just broke both my legs. Like, you don't just, ah, shake my head. (laughs) You, 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 dying. Gene Wilder, shake my head. Right. Shake my damn head. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't understand that either. No, that seems to be a thing when people... It's like saying LOL. Sure, like yes. just, you know... Lots of love. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. Or some people use it as, like, um, 
mm-hmm. you know, in sure. text conversation. So instead of when you're talking and you can't think of something to say, you can say, uh, mm, er. Which, which in text conversations is even more heinous because you're, you have time to type it out. Right, and then and look think at about it. it. <laughs> so there shouldn't be any uh or ers unless it's sort of like a, a dialectic choice that you're making in the moment to sort of make a joke or right. give give across a sort of tone because texting obviously loses a lot of your tone. Yeah, see, I don't, I, I normally use it, and as I'm texting, I think this to myself. I think this sounds really stupid. I'll be like, LOL, comma, you know, this is so funny, LOL, I can't believe, LOL, blah, 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 I'm going mm-hmm. grocery shopping, LOL, and it's like, <laughs> right. no, none of this is actually funny. No. I'm really not laughing at all. Uh, if, I, if I were to read that, and I know I'm a, an odd verb, if I were to read that, I would think that you're out of breath from <laughs> doubling over in laughter at the fact <laughs> that you're going grocery shopping that day. Well, so, you know, what can I say? That's how I roll. I mean, a lot of things you do are very funny, but uh, <laughs> going out for, you know, bananas and avocados. <laughs> okay, well, maybe it is funny. And canned beans. <laughs> well, we're making it funny now. Yeah. Um, it's all on your attitude. But, SMH. But, right? yeah, I mean, in in a world of uh, unfortunately being uh, surrounded by our friends' thoughts and um, feelings 24 hours a day, uh, it's... We, get, we see things that we don't agree with 100% of the time, which is, you know, how it's just how it's going to be. Yeah. But also, if we just sort of don't talk about it either, then nothing's going to get better. Um, right. So speaking of that, so Gene Wilder, I guess, had a long battle with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So I can't find anywhere where it says that he did not pass peacefully. Well, so, I mean, Alzheimer's is a progressive disease, right? So Right, and I guess this is also a surprise to everybody. They didn't disclose that Gene had Alzheimer's until now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a- according to his wishes, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I can Something only imagine about... those close to him would were in on it. As they, they didn't want to, I guess, uh, LOL. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they didn't want to... Um, like put a damper on his reputation. It says they wanted young children to think of him as Willy Wonka, and sure. the, you know, with wonder and excitement and delight. Sure. And Alzheimer's is kind of a heavy, serious, not so positive thing. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's it's. Oh, and look, he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, again, those are obviously both terrible, but they tell me that his death was not exactly unexpected. Right. Um, and it is, of course, terrible to see your heroes age and, and become frail and then pass away. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I completely still think of Willy Wonka as Willy Wonka, not as Johnny Depp. Um. Yeah, ew. Um, Johnny Depp made a really weird Willy Wonka. It kind of gave me, like, the heebie-jeebies. He, the teeth were... And the face. The face. And the hair. The hair. Just all of him. Um... I, was, I started with the teeth because apparently that was a narrative choice. Why? Well, so it's both <laughs> ironic for a candy maker to have such immaculate teeth. Oh. And it turned ah. out in the movie, spoiler alert, so, you know, if you haven't seen Willy Wonka yet, <laughs> <Game-offs>. <laughs> watch the first one instead. Um, <laughs> it turns out his father was a fanatic dentist. Like, ah. so, so no candy in the house. I you can know, see this. nothing, and then he had, and he made his son wear this arcane steampunk-esque brace around his face to keep his teeth That's all unfair. straight and aligned. 
Right, and so that's why his so teeth were so weird. So he's overcompensating by being ah. I wonder a, if this is in the original story. Is that just kind of, they just winged it? I don't made it think out? it is. I don't think Roald Dahl wrote that this in the original book. This is very dark. Um, I feel like. That's and like also the big... Oompa Loompas were more racist in the book, I have to say. I've heard this. I've never read the book, so right. I'm not really a very good source on that. Well, but I've heard that they were a little bit unsavory. Right. Well, yeah, they were, I believe, modeled after uh, the pygmies in uh, sub-Saharan Africa. Oh my. And that, in that, especially in that decade when he was yeah, around. Yeah. When was when was this written? I would want to. I see. Don't worry. You're, I'll you're, you're, te- you're, test, you're testing my knowledge, but I want to say 1930s. We are a book of knowledge. Uh, yes, right. <laughs> I have this. I've been told this now. Okay, let's see. Uh, maybe it'll be my new nickname. It is B O N. Yeah. Sort of like Ben. E E N. Except knowledge begins with a K. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, there I go again. Oh, I'm sorry. L O S M H. Emily. Emily. When was I almost googled when was Ben written? When was Willie? Wonka. So I have to say, I'm gonna hamper this little. Oh, 1971. Oh wow, jeez. Oh no, was no, 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 no. That's when the movie the movie came out. out. Okay. okay. I was Jeez. like, holy mother of God. So I was way off. No. Okay, hold on. I do want to say 1950s now though, instead of 30s. Ah, uh, but the book's sequel was written in 1972. Okay. So well, I'm sure, after on the heels of the to movie. To piggyback, uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. SMH. <laughs> I'm going to keep dropping that. Okay, let's see. No. When? 1964? Okay, sure, yeah. But that's... That makes sense. I mean, the 60s were a very... Not the least racist time in our history. No, they weren't. But in that, but that also describes the um, tunnel scene in that movie. Well, okay, but British and nothing against Mm. Britain, but, like, weren't they a little bit kind of... British is still... More... um, Excellent in their racism. Indeed. Indeed. Even, like, I mean, look at Brexit. I mean, to bring it into the, you know, 21st century. Which I had to Google what that was. I had to Google what SMH was. Right. Um, and then I had to then later Google what SMDH was. And I had to Google what Brexit was because I thought perhaps it was, like, the last name of a policymaker. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was like, oh, I thought it was, like, a breakfast dish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it, no. Yeah, the quick Brexit. Although it <laughs> and we should talk about breakfast dishes later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's always a good idea. But yeah. Yeah. So the Brexit yeah, is short the for the undertone. British exit of the European Union. Yeah. And uh, I bring it up into in dovetail into racism because you can see video, and if you look at uh, John Oliver's uh, segment on the Brexit, he will show you this video, so you don't have to go find it yourself. Um, of prominent. English politicians saying heinously racist things, um, uh, going out for Chinese food, and then using a derogatory term for Chinese people, which you will hear in the video, which I don't think I should repeat. Still now today. Um, still now, you mean last week tonight? Yeah. <laughs> still now today. Still, still now today. <laughs> last week tonight. Yeah, last week tonight. Just look up, uh... Brexit last week tonight you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then Nigel Farage, who um, presidential candidate Donald Trump had over to guest speak at one of his rallies, he wouldn't condemn a member of his party for calling another member of his party or the opposition party I can't remember which not British enough to be in politics, 
when he was born in London, and he's second generation, uh, I believe, from India. So... That's insane. It is insane. It is insane. Um, You know, a citizen's a citizen. That's how the law works. That's... And if you don't have rule of law, then you descend into anarchy. Indeed. So anyway, that's kind of a bummer. But um, <laughs> Brexit. But downer. but that was just that, that was just a, to that was just a tangent off of how Willy Wonka was a bit racist in the '60s, and unfortunately, there has been progress made, but there is still racism in England as well as over here in the 21st century. So. Not that, well, maybe you would know since you do have this infinite knowledge uh-huh. of things. I'll try. Rudyard Kipling, racist or not racist? One more time, Rudyard Kipling? Yeah, is it Rudyard or Rudyard? <sighs> See, I, I don't know. You've, you've, you've hit a blind spot. Don't worry, uh, I'll Google blind it. Spot. <laughs> We've discovered your one, your Achilles like, heel. Like exactly. <laughs> the pronunciation of this man's name. Yeah. Because I know he was, you know, British, and he wrote... I was it was Rudyard, just R-U-D-Y-A-R-D, right? Yeah. Yeah, Rudyard. Rudyard. Don't worry, Wikipedia will tell us. Rudyard Kipling. Oh, no, actually. Oh, but his first name is Joseph. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Well, see, on the wiki facts, it doesn't say whether he was racist, which... <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Common well, traits, if you, racism. <laughs> if you read um, yeah. encyclopedia pronunciation, this is called something. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the... but you can also hit the listen key. Oh. Download failed. What? Okay. No, I was just oh, going to tell IPA. you like what the symbols mean. Well, I don't care about that. No, it's uh, we. Mm. I'm closing. I'm quickly Let's losing interest. Oh no! Yeah. Well, we will never know. It's lost in the sands of time. Mm-hmm. We'll never know how to pronounce this man's name. You call him Rudyard. Sure. Um, I'm not sure if Kipling was a racist, although I do want to read more about him on this article that you pulled up. Indeed. Um, so, speaking of pulling up articles on your phone, mm-hmm. and to sort of caveat this back into something that's relevant to me, <laughs> so being a new mom, I find myself with my phone constantly in my hand, and I'm Googling literally every single question that I think of. And throughout the day, this is probably like hundreds and hundreds of questions, like how how many ounces should she be eating? What is the average length of a nap? How many times should she be nursing? Blah 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 blah. And so it got me thinking, like, what the hell did people do before they had not only smartphones but like just Google? Like, I don't know how any of us are still alive. Well, right. Well, um, I mean, so you had rumors and myths. I mean, I Google everything, like right. everything. I mean, so I would argue back in the day. You would have, you know, rumors and midwives. What's um, a, a rumor? Yeah. Like literally a like rumor. Like wives' tales. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Like, well, you know, I heard if you hang a penny over the crib <laughs> and spin it counterclockwise, it gets rid of there's, a colic. Well, there's some pretty interesting. And you know, desperate parents being desperate, they will try anything. Yeah. Um. There's a funny. It's, this is. Uh, I want to get back to children, but there's a funny video on YouTube about um, how to treat smallpox and uh, a funny video on how to treat smallpox it's, I'm getting there There's <laughs> okay. so it turns out that the slaves that we again this is getting sort of dark but the slaves that we brought over from uh, Africa knew a lot about inoculation um, surprise surprise it was surprising to me I, I apologize if, if you guys already knew that but I didn't know that that's uh, very interesting um so the Puritans over here uh, were going through 
these sort of old wives' tales remedies, and on the captions while the video was playing, it would say this is actually something that they try to do. Like one of them that I can actually distinctly remember was getting the leather from a man's shoe who walked a lot, and using that to treat an illness. That sounds very dirty. It's it's just very it's sanitary. It's funny how... Wait, you're talking about inoculation, so that's like vaccinating, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, well, so it, I, I inoc- can see a little bit, I guess, maybe something very germy. Right. <laughs> if you expose yourself to a lot of germs, perhaps you build up well, that wasn't Well, yeah, that wasn't the idea, though. Oh. I mean, it, they, it was, it was well, like... It was like It was magical. It's oh, funny. Okay. It's funny that the people who are burning people for being witches also practice this sort of yeah. arcane sort of magic spell to get rid of smallpox. It wasn't anything to do with how dirty the shoe was, because there were other more ridiculous remedies. Um, life was just dirty in general. <clears throat> and when I post this up on Facebook, um, I'll I'll start linking stuff to the stuff we talk about if I can remember to write them down. But um, <laughs> but the but inoculation served in vac and vaccination. Uh, as far as I know, I'm not obviously a medical doctor, but inoculation. Yeah, you are. Um, I'll, I'll play one on a podcast. <laughs> uh, inoculation is when. Uh, you take some of the disease from something else and give it to yourself. Now, a vaccination is where you give a weakened version of the exact disease to yourself. That's mm. that's what I think the distinction is. And so what the slaves told them, and I'm sure they regret to this day some of them telling them this, but uh, is if you take a little bit of the pus from someone who has it, and give it to yourself, that will inoculate you from getting something worse. So, like, it was, like, the, uh, the pus from, like, mm. the, from... Because the cow, the cow herders would get cowpox. And if you had the antibodies for cowpox, it would protect you from smallpox. And so they knew so enough they about really that. So they really did this? Yes. Did it actually work? Yes. Really? It did. Get out of here. It did. It's, get out it of town. Saved, it saved thousands of lives. Well, SMH, that's crazy. Yes, it is. <laughs> um... But I highly recommend, you know... Uh, Not doing that yourself? Well, go to a doctor, for Christ's sakes. Get your flu shots. <laughs> and... Which is flu shot season, I think. I was trying to tell my mom it was flu season, and she was like, no, I don't think so. But I I mean, I don't know when... It's always flu season. Yeah. Get a, get a flu shot lasts you all year. So get one whenever you can. If, you, if it's been more than a year since your last one, go get a flu shot. Pro vaccines. Uh, Shoot yourself with everything. Yes, but exactly. But not preferably meth. You won't get autism. Yeah. Um, that's all. And I must <clears throat> I be polarized and controversial. I must say I would rather have an autistic child than a dead child. Uh, yes. So personal opinion though. Yes. Uh, right. So as would I, um, I would rather have an autistic child than no child at all. Um, We're I, talking about some really like. Were I to procreate? <laughs> no. Yeah. This is. I a... feel like this is unintentionally like heavy, but that's okay. It's... You know what? Someone's got to do. We're it. all adults. The, the only are people that we adults? know are going to be listening to this, unless it gets super famous, and then they can go to their back catalog. But you know what? <laughs> um, I'm fine with that because there's this other podcast on to called Todd Glass. He's a pretty successful comedian out there. In the West Wait. Co- oh no, I was going to say related to Ira Glass. But no, no, but that's fine. Who is related to Philip Glass, I believe, the composer? I think I think that's right. Yeah. Get out of town. So, uh, Todd Glass will have, I mean, he'll do just a silly episode of a silly episode. He loves getting silly. <laughs> he does. He just, he'll, because he'll sit there, he has this whole production in his home and he has friends over 
and they'll do these off the wall bits and sound effects and jingles and all this other stuff. But every once in a while, when he wants to get serious, he'll have the serious show and he'll knuckle down on social justice issues about, you know, Bernie Sanders and feminism and homosexuality. Yeah. He happens to be homosexual, so he'll talk about that. And, you know, he was in the closet for ages until he came out on Mark Maron's podcast. So that's how he chose to come out, you know. Um, and it's funny, there's a story, I'm stealing his material now, but I'll, I'll stop after the story. <laughs> uh, he thought he was flying under the radar until, I, I can't remember who told the story, but he said he was driven to the club, a comedy club, by someone he was seeing, and then the person who drove him just left and dropped him off. And Todd said he was borrowing his, he was just borrowing his car. And the giveaway and he was, it. huh? He wrecked the car. No. Oh. The giveaway was that a, a guy <laughs> would never let another guy friend just borrow his car. Oh like, wait, they wouldn't. That, I would never make that. I would never connect the dots I, there. I, I, I might, had a guy though. I might right. I might be remembering the story incorrectly, but to let, but if he's borrowing your car, yeah, you wouldn't let him drive you there in the passenger side. You would just drive yourself uh, with him. yeah. And then they'll switch. I will say the only people whose cars I've ever borrowed have been people that I've been sleeping with. So. Well, there you go. There I do go. I mean, well, so that that fits the narrative of this yeah. story. <laughs> See, when it's when it's me, it's like, oh yeah, duh. But like when it's the same situation, but it's like outside of me, I never get it. Right. I'm well, totally oblivious. I mean, that's helped me a lot. Is I'll I'll try to assign things that happen to me to other people, and they work more often than they don't. It makes sense. This is like we were talking about cold reading earlier. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Yes, my theory that there are only about 15 to 20 kinds of people in the world. Yeah. And if you meet enough of them, you can pretty much guess I would who agree, they are. though, because don't you, like, often, I mean, as a bartender, it's like you see, like, some sort of archetype of person, and you're like, oh, that reminds me of blah, blah, blah. Yes. Or like, oh, that reminds me of my mom or my dad or blah, blah, blah. Yes, and then they do things, they have certain mannerisms that sort of confirm. Yeah. Now, yeah. they may have certain shades of other people, too. I mean, gonna, Fifty Shades of... Other people. <laughs> people. <laughs> um, they're not going to be a carbon copy, but but yeah, there, there are only, I feel, a few kinds of people out there that, that everyone has met at least once. Yes. So, cold calling. Oh, wait, no, that's not cold right. Reading. Not cold calling. Cold calling is I just pick up this phone and start dialing We know. We are anti-cold calling. Yeah. Pro-cold reading. Yeah. So, so, a skill that I feel like would be not useful, but totally entertaining if you could just pretend to be psychic. I mean, I... Well, that's what everyone not, is doing, in my well, opinion. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But how can you capitalize on it? And that's the thing. is like, could uh, I potentially turn this into a skill where I could just, like, scam people out of money? And I have no qualms against doing that. Because I feel like... If, if you're, you're dumb enough. enough right. <laughs> to, right. Sure. And not that I'm, like, that judgy, but I am that judgy. And I would definitely... I would take your money. Well, I'll give you three examples. Um, Peter Popoff, uh, who... Related to Popoff Vodka? No. Oh. Related to Popovers? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, he was a minister. Oh, <laughs> I was way off. I know. I, yeah, I was, I'm taking this Oopsie. deep into that territory. But All the right. other two examples are more secular. Um, Peter Popoff was a minister, and he was busted. Televangelist? He was televangelist. Ah, uh, I know what this is. Yeah, and he was busted uh, because people would go to his congregation his i don't i don't want to call them rallies but he would go to these gatherings like revival these big stadium size gatherings 
and they'd fill out prayer cards with their name, maybe an address, what's wrong mm. with them, mm. you know, maybe a, a prefer- preferential giving amount, mm. and with the promise that, oh, we'll pray for you, and put it in this fishbowl and whatever, they get yeah. lost in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they got collected, <laughs> and his wife would pick them Wait. out of the pile. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, and keep would going. read them to Peter, who was on stage. Now, what the audience didn't know was that Peter had a radio transmitter in his ear, sort of like a Secret Service man. He had this little earwig on that no one could see. This is back in the 70s, so this technology was sort of state-of-the-art at the time. You can see how much people were giving him. You're Mm -hmm. right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So he would just sort of appear. He would put his finger to his ear, obviously, like an anchor. He was like, "Uh, the Lord, I'm giving uh, uh, John Smith. Uh, You have something wrong with your kidneys. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Oh, how'd you... Oh, it's amazing. It's like, oh, well, no. you idiot, you just wrote that down five minutes ago before you sat down in your chair. I would be so suspicious if, and that, if I wrote down, like, uh, um, something specific and then they just, like, randomly called it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I'm too smart for church, that's why. So this guy named James Randi, who I highly recommend you look up if you're interested in following through with this. James Randi went to one of his rallies with a wireless radio transceiver <laughs> and picked up the transmissions that his wife was sending him. Um, of course, amazingly enough, after he was exposed, uh, he lost a lot of money, and then he's still doing the same thing. He's selling, like, holy water in tubes for, like, 50 bucks a pop now. That's so bananas. Um, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I think as we were talking earlier, desperate people, okay, yeah, exactly, so desperate parents, you know, would do anything to keep their child from experiencing any sort of pain or discomfort, and so they'll try anything once, and... If they are convinced that this holy water is going to help them, I'm sure they pay through the nose for it. I was thinking about this, actually. I don't know if you wanted to share your other two stories yeah. about the things. Well, this, the other two names I'll mention are John Edwards and the Brooklyn Medium, who I don't know whose name it is. Mm, but she Miss has, Cleo? No, not oh. Miss Cleo. She's, she died. Did she? Yeah. Oh, honey child. <laughs> um, shake my head. Uh, <laughs> well, shake my damn head, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, the Brooklyn Medium, I think... People who listen to this might know her better, but she has a dumb haircut. She's blonde. She lives on the Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> the Long Island Media. The Long Island Media. Okay, my friend Kirsten actually, uh-huh. I believe, had the Long Island Media do something with her family mm-hmm. a few years back. Mm-hmm. I I'm ninety eight percent sure that that's true. Well, it could be completely false. So. Well, I'm sure the reading was at least. It's false. about fifty fifty. Well. Right. <laughs> uh, um, and there's also Sylvia Brown, who Sylvia Brown was was interesting because she claimed her husband died she was reading somebody and she said her husband died underwater or near water and it turned out her husband was a firefighter uh on september 11th in new york that's not near water it's not so um well it depends on how far you stretch it though well that's the whole point hoses that's the whole point right so like what's near water i mean fresh water fish right oceans Running right. water, like, I'm technically near water a now toilet. because of pipes down are in the house. Like, But, no, he died in a fire, which is as further away from Ugh. water as he could get. Yowzas. So, Sylvia Brown, uh, she fucked up. <laughs> she, she done fucked up. She done fucked up. And the, Brook, the Long Island Medium's full of shit. And <laughs> John Edwards, like, they would, he had a show on the Sci-Fi Channel. All these people get on TV, that's how they get their mind. Right. And they would concatenate or cut... should be suspicious if somebody that you're putting your faith in is, like, on TV to make money. Like, please, please don't. Just no. The answer is no. The best best way you could prove anything to me is, if you're a psychic, just win the lottery one time. (laughs) 
just don't you don't have to do it over and over again like an income, but just do I it would. once. Like frame the check, and then wait for people to come in and hear about the future, or hear about their loved ones or whatever. Right, right. That would, that's the biggest advertisement you could ever do. But um, yeah, <sighs> they would cut John Edward's show for whatever misses that he would have. So they would be like basically, let's say if we talk for three hours, and we were unfunny as hell, which we are not. We're, we're hilarious. We're hilarious. Well, let's say we talk for three hours, but if you cut three hours down in a half-hour show, you're going to find the funny in it. Right. Just like with John Edward. Like, if you go, like, oh, I'm getting uh, a name starts with a T. No, nothing. Okay, over here, name starts with a J. Like, I mean, come on, Thomas, you know, Tim. Jefferson. John. Thomas Jefferson. Exactly. So (laughs) maybe maybe he's coming through. (laughs) He is. Uh, He (laughs) says, enough with this bullshit. Right. So fathers do he, not I think he would say that. Um, I think so too. But um, but anyway, that's enough about that. It's just, you know, you cut anything, any material down short enough, you're gonna find hits. So let's talk about Shakeology, since we're speaking of selling things to people who need something to like, I don't know, the snake oil salesman thing. Shakeology? So let me just say, this is kind of hypocritical. Yeah, a little bit. Scheme? Well, yes. <laughs> It is, and okay. I, I find such a big issue with preying on people who it's like, yeah, if you continue to funnel all this money into this product, then you'll get the results, but you have to continue to buy this product. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so you do these workouts, or you use these wraps, or you drink this shake, or you take these vitamins, or you wear this patch, and it costs, like, no joke, like, between 150 to $300 a month, which is bananas. That's more than anyone's, like, electric bill, unless mm-hmm. you live in a mansion or sure. keep your lights on all the time, which I do because I choose to. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't think that's responsible. I don't think it's a responsible industry, and I have a really difficult time backing, you know, because I have a lot of friends who sell this stuff. Right. And it's like, who exactly are you trying to sell to? And the answer is, you know, people you know, like me who just had a baby or like, you know, somebody who's just been overweight their entire life and they're like, oh, anything, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. desperate for anything. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you're just, you're uh, taking money out of these people's hands. Right. And selling them a product that's going to lead to like dependency. Sure. Or just failure in general. Or just money that they don't have, you know. And that's the whole thing is like, they're like, oh yeah, you can buy this product or you can become a coach or like, or you can be a sponsor and then you can sell it to your friends and get it for free. Right. Which is just a whole lot of hullabaloo. It is. Um, So. But why is that such a thing? That's like such a thing. People love to latch on to ideas like that. They love the psychics. They love the Shakeology. They love the, you know, it works raps. Well, everyone wants Why? easy answers. This is America. <laughs> this is the land of easy answers. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, all I right. mean, if, if, Touché. If I were to tell you convincingly that, you know, your grandmother who left a will for you uh, said to look, at, you know, in their old top desk, um, and, I mean, you might... Believe me, at least until you look in that roll-top desk and not find anything, but people want comfort from their loved ones, especially if they're not around anymore, because they want to know not only that they're safe, but also selfishly that when they die, they'll be safe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so people want to go to psychics and, and, and be told that they were, you know, a member of the French court in, you know, the 1600s. I and was. 
right? (laughs) Obviously. Or you were, you know, a revolutionary, uh, you're an abolitionist. I was definitely, yep. Um, Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I was a suffragette too. Yes. Right. So you were never, you know, uh, a washerwoman uh, or a serf, you know, in the. Or like a child factory worker. Exactly. You didn't get <laughs> yeah. You didn't get mangled in the loom, or died in a factory fire. That would suck. Um. Well, that's why we have laws today. <laughs> I don't want to get right. on that soapbox, but. <laughs> but um. And so let's go back to these pyramid schemes. Why do you go to pyramid schemes? Because uh, they want to be on the top of the pyramid. They want to basically make money while they're sleeping, um, mm. which is an admirable goal. Uh, you know, actors who collect royalty checks, um, earning compound interest on investments. Uh, these are I need all. Need to jump on that grenade too. These are all. That's a, you gotta find a better expression than jumping on that grenade. <laughs> no. Is that it's just gonna land? It's gonna end an explosion and you in pieces everywhere. All right. Well, no. I gotta jump on that bandwagon. How about that? No. That's, okay. that's too tame. Fair enough. Uh, but uh, people want to push a button, and their problems go away, and so they'll latch on to Amway. Which yeah. Was famous. Oh man. Um, uh, I, see, I had a friend who sold Amway, and she would always see the successful American business person. Now is the person who leads in with like, "Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see that you just graduated. Oh, blah blah. blah. How's it going? How's your mm-hmm. family? Hey, you should come over for dinner. Like, I haven't seen you in a long time. And by the way, I sell Amway. Right. And it, like at that point, you're like, fuck. Man, I was really excited to go get coffee with this person, or like, oh, I really want to talk about you know this cool thing that's happening in my life. But like, fuck if you're gonna sell me sell me like Amway, uh, not interested. My and I, what happened to just having friendships for just being friends? Right. Like, can yeah, I be your friend if I don't buy Amway? Can't we have dinner if I don't drink Shakeology? Don't sacrifice my friendship for fifty bucks a month. Right. Um, that's really not cool. Uh, and it's <coughs> it's unfortunate because I have a very very similar story. Um, a friend of mine who I was neighbors with for my entire life. I, I mean, I can't remember when I wasn't neighbors with him until he went off to join uh, the services. I won't name which one. I don't want to get too specific. But um, he came back and wanted to meet and have you know lunch with me. And I thought, great, you know, because you know, I looked up to him and you know he's being very successful in his chosen field. Uh, and then he starts into about how McDonald's works as a business, about how oh, no. you buy a franchise. and you Was know, that your first red flag? Yes, it was. Yeah. Because the difference between buying McDonald's franchise and selling Amway, which eventually he got to, uh, trying to, you know, get me to sell for him, mm. was that McDonald's established brand, and you're buying a brick-and-mortar store, and, and you sell delicious fries and cheeseburgers. You're selling a product that people recognize as being good, or at least consistent, I would say. If you go to any McDonald's in the country, you're going to get the same cheeseburger. Um, so that's different than selling these nondescript multivitamins that you don't know what they do. Or, By the way, multivitamins, by and large, aren't regulated by the FDA, so you don't know what's in them. Mm-hmm. Um and they just busted a big group of supplements for being, like, completely fake. Exactly. Yes. So. I don't know who they are, but. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm sure you can find numerous stories online about how 
uh, homeopathic remedies and supplements and et cetera, et cetera. Snake oil. Either don't have what they say they have in them or whatever they have in them doesn't, doesn't work in their tendon. Or it's like point zero 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 one percent like mm-hmm. not effective. Which it's supposed to mean they're more effective in homeopathy. So it's... Anyway, we're getting, I'm getting sidetracked, but yeah. How facetious. This guy, exactly. Yeah, facetious apparently is Emily's word of the week. It is my word of the week, she and I am stretching, well, I'm stretching the definition. Beyond the bounds of its definition. Right, so you're going to have to really words. reach to really make sense of, yeah. Right. But that's okay. Anyways. So, you know, just my heart goes out to you if you've ever had a friend try to sell you Amway. And it's, it's really sad. I well, think it's sad. It, it is sad. It makes me sad. I am sad. This com- S- it, SMH. I'm very this, sad. This company is turning sad my people, head. you know, either it's ruining friendships or yes. it's souring friendships in the long term when this to Amway thing doesn't work out. you're not trusting them. It's like when somebody says, like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer this Facebook message or, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to text back or I don't want to return this call because I know. And full disclosure, I sell Sensi, which also is a pyramid scheme, but I'm only doing it for the discount. Like, <laughs> I literally, you have to sell a certain number of dollars every three months and I just buy that and then I get, you know, 30 bucks back or whatever. And that's that's it. And I've I've learned something about myself. I've learned that... I cannot, first of all, I hate direct sales. I'm awful at it. And I can't, you have to, I guess, push yourself beyond, like, I'm sure these people who are doing this, like, they must know that they're annoying. Like, they must know, you have to be willing to, like, step on people's toes and push the boundaries and infringe on somebody's, like, uh, personal space. Yeah, Like, I'm not, like, I would, I just, I don't know, I can't can't do it, so, the point is, is that I'm gonna fail at this, my (laughs) quote-unquote business, which is bullshit, but my house will smell fantastic. As I fail, my house will smell really good. (laughs) I don't know if these people do know that they're being annoying. Do you think they don't? I don't think they do. I find it very difficult to believe, that's also my new word, is I'm trying to get away from using the word hard. Yeah, I'm trying to use, like, difficult or, like, something, so anyways. So utilize instead of use? Yeah, something like that, right. So instead of saying it's hard to believe, like, no, I find it very difficult to believe that these people don't know that they're... Unwant? Like, their affront is, like, unwanted. Oh, that's my baby. All right, we'll take a break right there. All right. It's time for more wine. Okay, so to recap our last segment, people are dumb who want easy solutions to complicated problems. (laughs) Yes, and other things also. Right, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, mean, not to get too political, but if you have two candidates... Oh... And you ask one, how do we solve immigration in America? And you say, well, do you deport everybody? And you ask the other one, you say, how do we get solve the problem of immigration in America? And they say, well, it's a complicated issue. It's many facets, blah, blah, blah. Those two candidates are going to appeal to different sides of the electorate. And, well said. Uh, right. So. Speak, I wonder if my mom would like Shakeology. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My mom is voting for Trump. Hi, mom. Thank you. Love you. Thank, thanks for setting that up. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, here for, I'm only here to serve. I didn't want to throw that. I don't want to throw your mom under the bus. No, but. she'll never hear this anyway. Um, she doesn't know how to. My mom is the kind of person who was like. Emily, I, I don't know how to download stuff from my phone, so I have it. And I was like, well, I think you just click on the picture. She was talking about, like, Facebook stuff. And yeah. she was like, well, I don't understand how to get it off my phone. I was like, I don't. I mean, I. Do you have, like, a printer or, like, you can, like, save it to your desktop and, like, 
She didn't understand that you could take the phone charger and then take the USB thing out of the wall part right. and put it in your computer. And connect the two and transfer files. Yeah, she was like, I have to buy a, a char. I can. I use my up. Right. So, I mean, well, this will be even more complicated for her to get to get because it'll be on SoundCloud, uh, which. Yeah, she'll never. That's that's I, a hard website to navigate. Say hi, Aubrey. Yep, joining us on mic is Aubrey. <laughs> My little nugget. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's so. cool. She has, yeah, very interesting things to say, but we don't, you know, know what they are. Right. She's a baby. Yep, yep. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about what we did today. Uh, you know, we went to Wegmans to get uh, items for food stuff. We're making chicken chili. A green chicken chili. We made some gluten-free muffins. Turned which, out terrible. Which we're putting them back in the oven because they were both moist and gritty at the same time. They're so dry, but they're so wet. And when I put them back into the, much like a middle-aged woman, aha, um, when I put them back into the muffin tin, they like made a thud. Mm, God. They're going to be so good. Oh, boy. <laughs> And then we also made, now, okay, that's the bad news, but the good news is the gluten-free pasta salad is amazing. was pretty good. So good. So what kind of, well, uh, we got these fusilli noodles, the spiral kind, that were made, um, I don't remember. With rice flour. Rice flours, okay. So, but yeah, those, those turned out amazing, and it has olives and a little salami, uh, this great dressing made out of... Uh, a little vinegar, a little mu- uh, mustard, you know, your typical vinaigrette, it usually is. Onion powder, garlic powder, all that good stuff. Oregano. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, so that turned out great. And then, of course, oh, we were going to talk about breakfast. We were going to talk about breakfast menus, yes. Right. Uh, yes, indeed. Which um, I can't remember what the segue was supposed to be, but I suppose it doesn't matter. Well, I think we were talking about Brexit, and I ah, thought it was like a menus, quick yes. breakfast, and yes. talking about breakfast menus. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. And sort of one of the topics of conversation was the fact that any breakfast menu I see always has some guy's name on it. Like, oh, get the Uncle Herschel's <laughs> favorite, or get Stymie's choice. <laughs> and it's like, who are these people, and why do you think I want to be associated with what kind of weird breakfast they have like can i just get you know no no i can't you can't i can't i gotta <laughs> say this dude's name who i never have seen before and i wonder what they had to do to be immortalized in a breakfast menu like if i had to leave a legacy i would want it to be in breakfast form like if i had to choose how to be uh, um, immortalized immortalized yeah get the emily grimm what would, the right. em- what would the Emily Grimm be? Whew. Probably something weird, like, oh, well, the oven's ready. The oven's ready. Well, in true Emily form, shit's already in there, so. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, the Emily breakfast would be probably something weird, like cream of wheat with peaches and brown sugar. Okay. I've never ordered that in a million years. Okay, well, let me tell you about how delicious it is. It's so good. Cream of wheat is my jam. So good. Or, like. Where does the cream come from the wheat? I don't know, and this is my thing, this is my beef with cream of wheat and oatmeal and other sorts of hot cereals, is they Mm -hmm. always tell you to make it with water, but if you've ever made oatmeal with water, it turns into, like, paste, 
It's like you could use it to like applique, like you know, you could put on wallpaper with it. Sure. But like if you make it with milk, it's delicious. Right. And like yeah, there's an extra like couple hundred calories, but calories, schmalories, whatever. Oh, sure, calories, it up. Whatever. So yeah, that I would imagine if you make cream of wheat with milk, it's like you know creamy. And also the grains themselves are white. But what? Maybe it's like so the cream like of the grits? crop. No, but it's with wheat then. Right. right. So, so like the creme de la creme. Cream of wheat? Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a stretch. Well, that's what I'm about. The, uh, when I hear the it's term... It's very facetious. What oh, my... <laughs> God. Nobody knows. It's lost in the sands of time. It has, for some reason. Yep. Well, gone, gone like the wind. Right. Gone with the wind. Well, I mean, cornflakes were originally invented as uh, An aphrodisiac, anti... right? No, oh. opposite. Really? Yeah. <gasps> that's right, anti-sex, right? Yeah, anti-masturbatory... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, Food stuff. Yes, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm thinking, trying to think of the word that means like a series of regimen, uh, like anti-masturbatory regimen. Oh my. Uh, yeah, how to pull. Well, out. I can tell you, as a child that ate cord flakes, it probably works. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I like. Side note. <laughs> I mean, if you if you put like if you stuff your mattress with cornflakes every time you moved, it made that crunchy sound. Yeah, it that might wouldn't work. be very. Yeah. But ugh. not just to eat them. It doesn't do anything to affect your sex drive for better or for worse. No, but I do like plain cornflakes. They're not plain bad. Cheerios. They're not bad. Um. I ate a lot of cornflakes as a kid. My favorite cereal of all time up up until now until I find a better one, is Golden Grahams. Really? Golden goddamn Grahams are <laughs> my favorite jam. That's crazy. Yeah. I like, That's so unusual. I mean, I like so many others. You know, I don't, I'm not huge into sweets, especially first thing in the morning. And for whatever yeah. reason, drinking orange juice first thing in the morning is disgusting. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one that goes through that. Especially after you brush your only, teeth. Only, no, only after you brush your teeth. That's right. the only time it's, to it, drink it. I read about it. It's it. something to do with the enzymes interacting with the acids in the shoes. It's, it messes you up. But, um... Fucks yeah. your ass up. I mean, I like kicks. I like cinnamon kicks toast crunch. Good. Yep. Um, I wasn't huge mm-hmm. in cookie crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, cookie crisp. There, I used to like that star cereal with, like, the little non-pare thingy, like, doers. Doers? Doers. Scotch? <laughs> I always had scotch with my cereal. That's an Irish breakfast. <laughs> You're damn straight. Shout out Jameson and a raw egg. All right. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was a powerful child, let me tell you. Well, that's that sort of brings me to what my breakfast would be. Um, sort of. Easy now. <laughs> uh, so Taylor there's, ham? If you have a... What huh? you know about some Taylor ham? Yeah, well, yes. Exactly. So you get your Irish fry up or your full fry up if you're English. Now, I wouldn't put Heinz beans in mine, even though in certain mm. circumstances it's okay. But I love the idea of sautéed mushrooms, black pudding, bacon. Wait, black pudding? Really? I like black pudding, especially after Does a night it of drinking. Blood in it? It, it's almost exclusively blood, yes. See? So it has a lot of iron, ah, as it would. Uh, well, you also like chicken livers, so. I also like chicken livers. I also All like right. spam. Take it with a grain of chicken livers. Right. Yeah. I, listen, it's not for everybody. And by the way, these names on menus are almost never for everybody. Like, it's That's always true. Some, there's always some weird quirk thrown in. That's, like the yeah. Stein's Choice from Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, that has chicken livers. 
Really? Yes, it does. Ah, Steiny. And then I think Uncle Herschel like throws in a pork chop or some sort of thing. Uh, whatever Uncle Herschel gets is what Emily gets. Yeah. I well, love. What are, so you should know what it well, is. Well, the last time I went to Cracker Barrel was like probably four or five years ago. I okay. want to say it's just like a button, like the hash brown casserole and mm-hmm. like the apples and stuff. That apple crisp thing. Right. Breakfast apples, whatever. I don't know what they are. Well, and then lots of meat. And then so well, of course. So and it's yeah, it's usually the meat eaters. The, the named one. So, like, if you go to Ted's Bulletin, I think in Fairfax or near Reston, they have, uh, like, Mark's Big Breakfast, which is, you know, three eggs, two sausage, two bacon, uh, hash browns, uh, the Bulletin's tart. You know, it's a hot mess of deliciousness. Uh, so, yeah, so whatever's named after a guy is usually the biggest one. So I don't mind my breakfast being that kind of a monstrosity. All right, so we left off at black pudding. All right, black pudding. Um, well, so if you're gonna if, if you're gonna use American version of black pudding, there you go. I would say chocolate pudding. God, <laughs> that, that would be my breakfast. Oh, gross. Chocolate pudding, no. Magic Star cereal, sugar, no, nope. nope. orange uh, juice with a side of toothpaste. Nope. Yeah. No. All right. Well. No. I w- well, then I would I would do fried chicken livers then. Uh, I guess. Because it's sort of the same principle. Because if if you ever had a chicken liver, and you enjoyed it, <laughs> you know that it has a very it's it's usually if they're if they're well done they're a little creamy, and they have a bit of an iron ish, you know, metallic taste to them, uh, because they are so chock full of vitamins and, and minerals. Ugh. And you get a similar uh, sort of flavor profile from a black pudding because it has the same sort of stuff in it. So, yeah. So, again, a lot of eggs, at least three eggs, bacon, uh, you know, country sausage, um, and chicken livers. And that's as far as I'll go for now. Like, maybe some toast just to round it out. You need some, like, potatoes or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Some sort of potato. Well, how about ish. this? How about, how about I'll be halfway and put corned beef hash on there? All right. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah. I won't eat Spam, but I will eat a can of corned beef hash. So okay. Let me tell you about it. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, so, okay, secondary Emily to also breakfast would be, like, an entire can of corned beef hash, some cottage cheese, and some scrambled eggs. That's a, that's a nice, okay. I would order that. Maybe bacon. If I would feeling, definitely. If you're feeling that. froggy. Also, I love there. any dish that has corned beef and bacon on it because yeah. <laughs> you're crossing boundaries there. <laughs> I bet a Reuben with bacon would be super good. It would be super good, and being an atheist, I have no problem eating one. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I can't. I can't. I always go back and forth. I don't think that I'm an atheist, but like I so, sort of am. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm more of an agnostic. Agnostic, sure. So. I choose to call my... I don't know if we want to get into this, but... Yeah, right. We've already talked about Anywho, so many subjects. Slavery, you have the child labor few, laws. Right, the death of Gene Wilder. Right. Yeah, um, was... yeah we got to save and some... And some Hispanic guy, Mexican, the mm-hmm. Mexican band leader. Oh, he passed was. away. Yeah, Jorge he was 66, I think it was. Yeah. No so, Tango Dinero. No Tango Dinero, which yeah. is my theme song. And I don't know what any of the other lyrics mean. I listened to it Well, one of them was I Can't Remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my other theme song. Yeah, this he, guy is really, I think, probably, if I were to be reincarnated as, like, a Mexican band leader, mm-hmm. that would it be would him. be this guy. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know what reincarnated is, like, in the future, but what is, like, past, like, po- past-carnated? Well, uh, reincarnated indicates that you've been incarnated at least once before. So I want to be pre-incarnated. Well, 
What? So, <laughs> okay. Alright. So, there's a theory, saying. there's a religious theory that I do not subscribe to that says sure, you that don't. you, that your existence, you've been incarnated into everybody who has ever lived. Oh, Okay. Baloney. And so at the end, let's say like you, so like you've been Genghis Khan, you've been Napoleon Bonaparte, but you've also been somebody Napoleon Napoleon killed. Okay. And so the universe yeah. is this giant egg of incubation that's incubating your life experiences. And at the end of this journey, you hatch and become a god of your own, and you can create your sort own. Sort of like uh, Pokemon. No, not anything oh. like Pokemon, <laughs> except for the hatching part. Of right, that's all I got. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You weren't that's paying all attention. I, no, that's I mean cool. I was paying attention. But I just don't have anything. I can't relate that to any other thing I'm, that I'm I just, would. I'm, I bring that up just because, like, technically, in that in that uh, dogma, you could have been this band leader and yourself at the same time. Okay, well, I'll only believe in it for that. Okay. Because I refuse. No. I have nothing to do with any of these other idiots around mm. here. <laughs> right. Don't put that on me. No. But, but no, like, no, but no. so like he was given away when he was five by his mother, uh, because she just literally could not afford to raise a eleventh out of ten children. And then he met some blind musician. It is something out of like a movie. Like I, you know. I'm sure there is a movie. There's gotta there be probably a movie is. After this guy. I'm sure there's a good documentary on Netflix as well. Um. He met some blind musician who said, you know, you have such a talent for singing, you have to, you know, pursue this dream. And he did that, and then he went into the ranchera, which I say because I heard the guy on the radio say it that way <laughs> so many times. He went into that, and basically every album he ever made uh, became a huge hit, uh, just not, just without fail. So... Yeah, so there's been, you know, a lot of tragedy in this year. I just giggled because it's very sad, but it's sort of the world we live in now. I mean, there was a time, yeah. something happened around, I would say, 1950, 1960, where musicians became more and more famous, or more, they became pop culture uh, icons. Like that was their ins- goal. Instead, instead of, of just being, being artists. Okay, honey, what's the matter? So Prince, Prince and David Bowie are both prime examples of this. Uh, not only were they obviously, hands down, unequivocal, fantastic artists in their own right, but they were geniuses at cultivating this air of mystery about themselves. About, you know, David was Ziggy Stardust, and... Uh, Prince Prince. I mean, I don't know his real name. Uh, I'm sure he has one. <laughs> I'm pretty but, sure it was Prince. But Prince, well, he was so he was born into a mus- musical family, so it could have been, but I don't think so. But but even then, he changed his name from Prince to a symbol for a while, and then he was the artist formerly known as Prince. And then Madonna did the same thing. Madonna's continually changing her look. Mm. It has nothing to do with the music. And uh, Snoop Dogg is now Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion, yes. Roar. Yes, and then you have, you know, Andre 3000, mm-hmm. and, you know, all these stage names out there, and it used to be, and I'm not saying it's better, I'm not saying it's worse, I'm just saying it used to be Frank Sinatra's Frank Sinatra, um, they were part of the Rat Pack, though, that whole thing, that was a pop culture move, you know, it wasn't just about the music, um, but you go back as far as, uh, what's his face, um, 
Damn it. Dick Van Dyke. No, I, oh. I'm trying to decide between Mozart or Beethoven. Oh. Um, Both of them. Well, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart. Yeah. Uh, Mozart was a pop culture phenomenon because he would make pop music of its day. His contemporaries uh, made great music as well, but for some reason... But they were so lame. The kind of music he made got were catchy. Yeah. You know? Well, and he turned it out, you know, his... God, I want to say he went on the road when he was five. Yes, he, went he did. He went on tour when he was... Mm-hmm. He did. He, 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 he traveled royal... Shush. Enough. He traveled royal Viennese courts, Austrian courts, played for the king, you know, and he played... He, but those were not his own compo- compositions. He would play just just sort of whatever was written, mm-hmm. and he was a, obviously a prodigy at that. But then the music he wrote... I mean, we still play to this day. Like, oh, yeah, we do. In, Rondo the, a la Turca. Yeah, what you know about that? Mm-hmm. But, that the, but that people just know. You know. Like, almost everyone knows that song. So, anyway, the point is, we're going to get a lot more of these these celebrity deaths than it seems we have been, because all these people became famous when they were, say, 20s, 30s, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, it, unfortunately, this is going to keep happening, and it's not going to get better, because now you can be famous for having a sex tape. Uh, God knows what the news is going to look like 50, 50 60 years, years from, from now. now. Oh, my Lord. You know, when, <gasps> when the when... Kardashians start dropping like flies. <laughs> when Bruce Jenner, or excuse me, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, drops off. Like, like a fly. Who knows what they're like a fly. Who knows the weediest storm that's going to kick off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, these are these are times they are changing. Alright, somebody's had about enough of this. Yeah, that sounds like it's the end of this podcast for today, but we'll have another episode <laughs> soon enough. Thanks for listening. Toodles.